You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome, Welcome to the Smoking Word. Welcome to the Smoking Word. What's up, what's up, everybody? Before we start the episode, I want to shout out a show that's happening, Hardcore for Pits. If you haven't heard, it's a benefit for the dogs. You know us gorillas are for the animals. So um, definitely go support it. It's in Garwood, New Jersey, March 6th at Crossroads, BrickCityRescue.com for tickets, door 1 p.m., Go support the movement. Murphy's Law, Kings Never Die, Stone Cold Killers, a bunch of other people. And it's for a good cause. And it's time to represent. You know, uh, we can't just talk about it. We got to be about it. But um, this podcast and every podcast we do is always brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. If you don't know, now you know. That's my merch store. Everything is done in-house. We got T-shirts. We got slides. We got ashtrays. We got for him, for her, for it, for whatever. If you want to support the show, that's one way of doing it, CasaTheRock.com. And for everybody overseas or somewhere around the planet, CasaTheRock.eu is the spot. That's my international store. Go there. Tell Theo The Rock sent you. What up, Theo? And um, they handle the worldwide stuff. CasaTheRock.com is just U.S. for now. It's all I can handle. You know the deal. But um, go support the movement. Right now, we actually having a clearance sale. We got a OG NYHC shirt for 10 balls. All right. So go there. Go cop it. We're making um, room, for the, uh, room for the new out with the old. However it goes. You know the deal. Anyway. Um, Shout out to my Patreon family. You know who you are. I can't say it enough, and I'm going to say it every time we do this. You guys give me the wiggle room to do all the extras to keep, you know, that keeps us motivated to keep, you know, the artwork, the videos coming, the podcast rocking and all that good stuff. And um, I know who you are. We see who the diehards are out there. So listen, mad love. We're going to start stepping it up even more. We have a lot of stuff in store, and you guys are going to get it first. You know the deal. Mad love. Big shout out to Gary Gunwolf, Frankie, the Gov Molina, John Burns, Brent Lewis, Kyle Ortiz, Theo Cummins, my motherfucking bro. And listen, the meaning of hardcore. Well, for me, one of the reasons I do this shit, Luke motherfucking Rhoda. I want everybody out there to know what's up. Listen, th- these guys are my, my, my family and friends in real life, too. Look how they they hold me. They don't just talk about it. They don't just um hit me up to get on the guest list. They also support me with the merch. They also support me with the podcast and keeping the movement alive. So take notes, party people. Mad love to you guys. Alex Cardova, Vesela Scott Hustlinger. Listen, shout out to all you guys again for holding me down, for taking that extra step. Um, Patreon.com slash the smoking word is the spot. If you want to invest in the show, if you like what you hear, you want me to keep going, you want me to start stepping up the, my game, listen, that's where you could go. The lowest tier is $2. You got $2. If you don't got $2, subscribing is free. So you got to make sure you subscribe or join the Patreon or go cop some merch. There's a lot of ways you can support the show, support me, you know, and support your, your looks. If you want to just keep it fly, fresh and sexy, you know where to go. Anyway. 
Follow me on Instagram, HoyerRock357, the Smoking Word podcast on Instagram. And listen, it's very important. Trust me, I'm guilty of this shit too. You know, you hear subscribe. It's like too much work. It's very important you guys subscribe to everything we drop. That way it puts our podcast and our YouTube channel in the mix with everybody else. And subscribing is free. All right? So that's my gift from me to you. All right? It's on the house. Subscribe and let's take this shit to the next level. So Smoking Word TV is the spot on YouTube. Listen, we're dropping crazy video. I just dropped mad video and I'm about to drop weekly programming. You don't understand. We're about to take things to another level. So join the ride. Get down with the get down. You know how we do it. Listen, subscribe. Salute to everybody around the planet who've been tuning in. Europe, Asia, Mars, Jupiter. We see you. We feel you. Keep tuning in. Listen, follow me on everything. You know the deal. And again, this week, I figured let's bring West, one of West Coast's finest. Axeman and also the Vox behind a new thing. We'll talk about that in a minute. Listen, from Strife, my boy Andrew, let's set this shit off. Let me see what's up. Here we go. Bro, bro, we go. That's big. Here we go. That, yeah. Oh, shit. You know why that's big? Usually everybody it comes on video and they're mute. You th- you're the first guy to do it in reverse. Well, you know what's funny? I do so many uh, Zoom meetings for work. Oh. So I automatically have my video off. I'll be like sitting here like in a hoodie and buck, whatever. Buck na- yeah, buck naked with a yeah, coffee just, or something. Doing- exactly. Exactly. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to. How? How amazing is Zoom? It's great. Yeah. Isn't the shit fucking amazing? Listen, I will work for Zoom for free. That's how great it is. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. bullshitting, but <laughs> nothing's for free. But really, I, I back that shit big time because that was one of the reasons also I started the podcast again. Because yeah. hey, it's crazy how technology changed in the last couple of years because you know, I started the podcast like five, six years ago, and yeah. I needed Yerg. You remember Yerg, my sound I guy remember. My, from Europe. Remember, it was a big process. I need he would come. I, with- I listened back then, and I remember we were like, oh, we recorded one, and it got erased or whatever. Yeah, it was like. like- no, I, I remember, um, you know, Vogel loved your podcast. He said, you got to listen to Hoya. You got to listen to Hoya's podcast. So yeah. I would, I would. Uh, yeah, Vogel's early the best. episodes I would listen to, and I always remember friggin'. You know, yeah. oh, we, we erased one. We erased one. Yeah, it was crazy. And, you know, it was a, a learning experience. But long story short, that's why kind of the podcast took a, a break for a while, because, you know, if we're not in the same room, you know, we couldn't talk and time zones, blah, blah, blah. It fade yeah. away. Fast forward. You know, this whole shit starts happening. And I re- remember I'm sitting there and then I start seeing um the news channels saying, oh, I'm well, like entertainment tonight. They're like, yeah. Zoom, something, we're going to do our thing. And I go, yo, that's pretty crazy. They're actually doing interviews on the thing, man. I'm like, and then I go, um, you know, I was like, man, this is perfect for the podcast. Like podcasting now because there's nothing to do. And I yeah. go, but that's a pain in the ass. And then they go, um, my son had to go on Zoom for school. And I said, wait a minute. Kids are doing this Zoom. What is this Zoom shit exactly? Yeah. 
And you know, if the kids could do it, you know, you could do it. Yeah. And then long story short, when I was like, they go, yeah, basically you get, you know, the video and it drops the audio, right? To, I said, it's moron proof. Yeah. Perfect for me, for the biggest moron me. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So when now you're, now you're out here doing podcasts on your own. Rocket. Now I don't, yeah. right now if it's fucking Zoom, no Zoom. Now, but I back it, it's, you know, definitely it got, it got me motivated and going again. It, it was good to connect the dots with everybody too, because um, yeah. there's a lot of shit happening. That's why yeah. I like having like a lot of my friends and even people I don't know about people making music. Yeah. You know, be able, we had, we, you know, we, we for a minute there was lost. How can we promote our bands and our music? Yeah. Or just connect with your friends, right? That like, too. All of the yeah. above at once. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and really think about it. You know what it was like, like going to Europe in the nineties, right. And you wanted to call home and you're like, collecting chains from different quarter, you know, different countries and trying to phone put them in cards, a yeah, phone and cards. It's like, you know, you, you charge up, you know, a, a 20, a $20 bill for calling for five minutes. Like it was oh, crazy. You're writing postcards and like, you remember that shit? Like, oh, yeah. I could, I could FaceTime. Like, like you know, physically writing yeah. postcards. Like people yeah. forget that was like a big thing. Like, yeah. I remember this. I remember thinking we're slick finding the phone in the club in Germany, making all our phone calls. And then at the end of the night, they're like, yo, you got yours $800 or some shit. Yep. They had like a, yep. uh, I those. did. I, I did that. We were on tour with uh, sick of it all in 94. And we had like some hotel. They're like, Oh, go to this hotel, the shower. And we're like, you know, going through a village in the middle of the snow. And we're like, Oh, we're going to shower. And there was a phone and, and you'd put the coin in to activate the call. So, yeah. You know, I thought I was doing it right. I was like, all right, cool. I put this coin in. And then somehow they're like, yeah, you owe us like 40, $42. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, and I know. It was a phone call. And also remember this, like to check email. Everybody had to take turns because like, let me check my email. Let me get on my, you know, my yeah. uh, uh, MySpace. That was later. The fuck yeah, was. That, that yeah. was later. You know, like Victoria in the 90s, we had no email. Oh, yeah, we none had, of that you know, bullshit. Yeah, oh, I remember. It was like. Oh, yeah. Now Family, it's like family's wondering, are, are they ever coming home? You yeah. Know? Now you literally can have your, your whole family watch you on stage. You prop your phone yeah. up. Yeah, it's crazy. It's definitely it's great. You know, that I used to be like, a, wow, like in the Jetsons. Wow. You could see the picture and talk to yeah. them. Wow. That's going to be the future. I'm like, yeah. And then and now what do we do? We shut off our cameras, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh. <laughs> I'm going to this meeting. We'll just do audio. only. So, yeah, exactly. So what's up with you? So like. Before this whole shit, I, I I hate going into this whole stuff, this whole, you know, um, uh, pandemic shit or whatever. But it happened and whatever, whatever. But what was the deal with you guys when this shit happened? Were you ready to rock? Were you guys about to go wow? What was the deal? Because I even forget what you guys were doing. Yeah, so it's been so, a minute since then. You know, so I play in a few bands, like you know, I play in yeah. Strife, I play in World Be Free with Sammy and Vogel. Yep. We'll and go I down the new- line. Which band yeah. were you supposed to do before during the pandemic? Was there a certain band you were about to hit on tour? Right well, at yeah. That moment? So what you know, many people's last show here on the West Coast, we did the um, the return of the California Takeover, which was Strife, Earth Crisis, Snap Case. Um, we did two bill. sold out West Coast shows, um, and then we were planning on bringing it to the East Coast. There's talk of going to Europe. You know, the, like this was something like <clears throat> we did. In the 90s, like 96 originally. I remember. And this is like the first time there was always talk of doing these shows again with those three bands. 
and it never happened. And it's the first time we were able to make it happen. The shows were awesome. And, you know, people were asking us from all over the world, like, yo, can you bring this to South America? Can you bring this to Japan and, and you know, East Coast? And, you know, we did the two shows, not knowing, like, those are the last shows still Strife has played. Like, Strife hasn't played since then. Um, so those we, were the last shows at first. I don't know if you, um, that's my next question. Have you played a show yeah. since? I no, know. that so that was the last shows that Strife actually played. Oh, we had um went out with a bang. We had uh East Coast ones uh but I saw that I that saw that and then that got canceled. Postponed. Yeah, I, oh so canceled, yeah, gonna, postponed. Yeah, yeah, those are gonna happen in May. Um, and then my other band, Berthold City, we actually were playing shows up until the lockdown. We did a um we did a Pacific Northwest tour with this band, uh, Change Soul, who I listened to yeah. them on the podcast, and uh, Punitive Damage. And um, like we we came back, and let's say on a Wednesday, and the lockdown was like on a Friday uh -huh. or something. And we had a few other shows that got canceled. Um, and then Berthold City has played. We just played last night. Which yeah, you there my you voice. go. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Little frog in the throat. So that so yeah yeah you got a little bit of everything so you're going from playing guitar and then full blown singing yeah so and Berthold probably played you know maybe maybe five six shows like since things started opening yeah. up again um, and um, you know we recorded an album which is coming out in March so you know really trying to. Uh, stay as busy as we can uh, with all the bands and you know yeah it seems so, like now so we're gonna go down the line so all right so with the stripe let's take it from that from that tour that that one you want to say because I saw that it was gonna go to the east coast with yeah. earth crisis I was like man that's a fucking ill tour yeah. you know it's stacked yeah. it was like in a good batch of bands like again it's from an era but it was like all all you guys haven't been uh, uh, around together a lot you know, in certain areas. Yeah. So it was like a, it was a good refreshing batch of bands to be, you know, everybody yeah. see, you know, everybody already seeing, you know, a, a mad ball and terror together, mad ball. And yeah. You know, that's a good mixed batch. Like, uh, yeah. uh, of old flavors. And exactly. And that was something, you know, in, in the nineties, Stripe, Earth Crisis, Earth Crisis and Snapcase, we played all, together all the time. Like we yeah. literally did that bill. <clears throat> Everywhere. It's Josh from Trust Kills basement in New Jersey. <clears throat> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, we did that all the time. But as the bands grew and started touring, <clears throat> we hadn't, I, I want to say the original California takeover in 96 may have been the last time all three bands had played together. <clears throat> so, you know, it had been a long time. And you know, we've played with Earth Crisis over the years and maybe we may not have played with Snapcase since then, actually, um, but stayed friends, stayed in contact. And oh. it was always an idea to um, do, do the California Takeover shows again. Um, so we're really happy that we got to do it, um, reconnect with old friends. Um, we re-release, we re recorded the, the LA show and, and released a, a Return to California, take over um, live record on my label, War Records. So 
it was a, a really great nod to the original um, original show, original record, and you know, kind of the the heyday of Victory Records, right? Yeah, yeah. How long you had the label for? I oh man, and, and first of all, about- you are fucking crazy to have a label too, oh. right? <laughs> oh, absolutely insane. And that everybody out there, if you if you're wondering why I'm saying that, is because you really don't know. He he must really love music, like really, really love it. Because if you know anything about being a record company, like I, we all wanted to do it before yeah. you realized what comes with it. And us being in bands as long as we have, we know what comes with it. So I salute you on that. Because thank you, I thank want you. no part of it, but I would love to. Because I know what comes with it. it's crazy. It's a crazy business. It's 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 exciting, but crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like one of those things. <clears throat> I always wanted to have a label. I wish I started it in the nineties. Like yeah. that was always a dream. It's probably everybody in the band's dream, um, you know, but 2022 records don't sell like they did in 98. Right. At all. So it's a labor of love. Yeah. And I really do it to help support younger bands and give bands an opportunity <clears throat> that may not be there. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, and hold on, my voice is thrashed. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, we gotta record you, man. You be great <laughs> for like a fucking napalm death uh, stun double. Yeah, <laughs> or a cartoon Vocal. character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 overdub Pavarotti's voice. Would there you we say, go. Your word. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on tour. I'd be like, yeah. Singing. No, <laughs> but um. So, it, you know, it's really a labor of love, but I've been very fortunate to put out some really great bands. You know, I did a few releases with Terror, which is awesome. Um, and this band in Force from Richmond. I got new bands, Band Blue from San Diego, more melodic style. Um, young band called Abstain from San Diego, Fixation from Philly, released some Strife stuff. Um, released reserving dirt naps miracle drugs so, so when I, did know, it start when did it start officially like you got okay I'm, I'm doing this this is the label so blah, blah, blah. strife did a record uh our last record witness a rebirth um in 2012 and we did that with a label called 6131 and at the time basically i had funded the record like nick jet uh produced it and it's crazy so me and nick jet flew to brazil track drums with Igor from Sepultura played drums on that record. I think I saw you guys were like took clips and shit. Posted yeah. Because I remember following that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were doing like live uh, updates from the studio and then we yep. did like a documentary. So like, you know, I, I basically funded the whole record in our trip to Brazil to record. And then I created all the marketing pieces like the behind the scenes documentary making of the record. And then um, worked with friends to get videos made. And then at that time, I basically gave it to a label to put out when I did all the groundwork. And I was like, you know, that's cool. And the label was cool at the time. And they're still a cool label, but the label also made a turn. And they're more like um, where they had a lot of cool hardcore bands like uh, Rotting Out and Alpha and Omega. They kind of made this turn and they're a little more in the indie world. Um, they're a big label doing it, but, but less focused on hardcore. So, you know, I, I basically funded the record, created all the marketing assets, gave the record away, 
um, for this other label to do. And I was like, you know what? I could do this. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, do this. exactly. And being on other labels over the years, it's like, you know, I know what a label can do. <clears throat> and I could do what any other label is going to do for my band or any other band, maybe do it better. Cause I'll, I'll, you know, I know what it's like to be in a touring band. I know what's important. Yeah. So we had a few songs left over from that session. And so I think I said that, I think in 2015, I released the first record, which was a strife record called incision, which was four songs um, from the witness rebirth session that didn't make the record. Um, came out as a 12 inch and um, yeah, the label was born. Second release was a band called Piece by Piece with Nick Jett. Yeah, I, um, and then it just I remember took that. off. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, took off from there. And now um, we're, you know, the Birthold City record comes out in March and that's War Records number 30. So we're 30 releases deep and um, it's a lot of hard work. Um, it's a lot of so investment. That, yeah, records are expensive and they get more expensive every day to make. They take longer and longer to make. And, um, you know, it, it, it's a t it's a tough business. But. Yeah. So. So. OK. So it kind of came up a little bit later because. You you know, uh, a little bit of necessity and a little bit like you saying, yeah, you could do it better than, you know, mm -hmm. so you took matters in your own hand. That's total hardcore kid. Shit. Yeah. That's that's the difference yeah. between us hardcore kids and the metal scene, which I love the metal guys, but it's a different thing yeah. when that comes to that. Then we got to do it ourselves because we never had hit parader or metal hammer. Yeah, yeah, knocking on our doors. Shout out to them. They do look up for some of the big dogs. You know yeah. what I mean? But it, we had to take matters in, you gotta, into our you own gotta hands. Grind. That's but the hardcore like, mentality. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And you Not know how I mean? it is. Yeah. Like, we made tapes, you know, yeah. since we were little kids. We made shirts. Exactly. We the hustle. This is, this is just another, it's building on that. But again, technology has made it easy. Like in the 90s, you know, you're waiting for someone to send you a check yeah. or cash in the in the mail yeah and then you got to sit and you're handwriting the envelopes and <laughs> i don't think i could have been organized like i am but technology has allowed it all my sales are online it goes into my shipping platform uh, you know I, I ship it right here um prints the labels it's very streamlined it's very easy and that came with yeah. technology as well um and it makes you know, it, it makes owning a label and I, I, I personally fulfill all my orders. Like yeah, yeah. it's not going to a warehouse somewhere where, where yeah. I'm paying somebody to do it. I sit here, I pack the orders. Same shit the with the merch in, though. Yeah. Yeah. My merch are the in. same way. I tell yeah. people it's like, it ain't a, you know, you're not sending something, you know, to a company and it's getting printed. And I'm like, no, when I, my merch is coming from, when it's late, there's a reason is because, yo, yeah. you know, we woke up late, you know, and we yeah. physically take, you know, we got to we got to stop and pick up my kid or some shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, you know. Yeah. But that's. That's great as far as, uh, you know, um, it shows that, you know, we don't we don't we ain't just die like yeah. that. You know, this music it won't die because that mentality. Exactly. Exactly. You know, well, and, you know. There's a lot of great labels out there right now and, and hardcore, especially in 2022, it's got a spotlight on it, right? Yeah. But there's also 
if you're not the cool band, you're not getting in that spotlight. So, yeah, that's true, I, that's true. you know, I really like to uh, try to help out the underdogs, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. we were all, you know, nerdy kids at one point, right? Yeah. Like not yeah. everyone is born cool. Facts. And it just takes somebody to give like a younger kid an opportunity to, you know, to really prove themselves. No, for I sure. I, I learned that, you know, the old of just being around more. That's why, like, we always had love for the newer bands because we were a new band and we got hated on a lot yeah. in the early days. Yeah. You know, we were like, oh, that's baby AF. Oh, it took yeah. us years to beat that stigma. Oh, that's Roger's little brother's band. They wouldn't even call yeah. us Madball. They're yeah. like, oh, that's Roger's little brother's band. And we we're like, yo, we yeah. don't even sound, you know, and we we're like, it was, you know, a, a pain in the ass, but, you know, you know, yeah, shit that's happened. That's what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So let me ask you this. So, Strife, your first band, you had a band before that? Were you in no, a band before? That was my first band. Damn, that's first that's band, good. Yeah. That. And, and how long? All right, you you guys start the band. How long before you guys did a, a demo? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we start. So originally, Strife, we were called Stand as One. Same band, same songs. Um, we started a band. We Stand as One. We probably recorded a demo in the first six months, yeah. and then once we changed our name to Strife, we recorded a new demo. Um, so I, I would say we probably started in 90 and had the Stripe demo out in 91. Yeah, because I see I remember 91, early 90s. So 91. Yeah. And um, um, on what was it on? Tape? Yeah, of course. It was yeah, tape. No, tape. I forget. I, I'm bad with time. I know you guys. Oh, yeah. I forget when CDs and tapes. Oh, no. Kind of transition. No, nobody was doing demos on CDs. No. Yeah, yeah. Like, still. <laughs> CDs existed, but nobody was doing demos on CDs. That was yeah. just for burning your, um. what was that shit called? Uh, uh, Napster songs you had a burn yeah, yeah. on CD. That was later, though. That was later. I you know, know. like I, I would say, maybe like late '90s bands started doing their demos on on, on CDs. It wasn't, you know, yeah, before it wasn't that. accessible. And like me, I remember, like yeah. Let me ask you this: CDs were yeah. like '89. Yeah, know? let me ask you that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because remember that they were around, but not everybody had the CD shit. You know, yet. Yeah. I remember, I remember you like, remember like the long boxes, the cardboard long boxes. Yeah, yeah, the big. I had the sick of it all. And the Absolutely. Time, shelter. But yeah, let me ask you this: How did you guys sell your your demos in the uh, Like, what was your like? Everybody had a way. Like my first band, I used to walk up and down the line at CB's, saying, yeah. "Yo, five songs, five demos, the hardest shit out." That was my my yeah. sales pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, um, some guys had a local <laughs> store or shows, which. Which route did you guys? You well, know, we were very fortunate. Um, there, there was a, a record store. It wasn't even local, but called Zed Records. I'm sure you're familiar in Long yeah, Beach. Yeah, Big yeah, Frank, yeah, um, yeah. It. yeah. And um, they they took our demo, and I think they got it in. Like let's say, they got it on Friday. Like Monday, they're like, we need more. It's sold out. Oh, yeah. um, and just the strength of them, probably telling kids that. <laughs> come in like yo you gotta buy it It wasn't us <laughs> yeah you know so they kept selling out they they would put them in these little manila envelopes yeah. and have them at the counter and they kept selling out at zeds i think at that time you could probably maybe order it from new age records yeah um and then you know we had them at shows and it was the same thing we we're dubbing them at home yeah. and you know just really spreading the word making sure every kid that we knew had it right yeah and, and knew the words and 
I always like like what what guys you know in our age bracket. I don't like seeing the older guys because uh, you know, but but <laughs> well, our age bracket, yeah, 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 us you know in the middle tier guys, uh, the hustle that we did. Not and I ain't trying to hate on new guys because you still got a hustle. It's a different hustle, yeah. but like how I, that was like <clears throat> we said. I same thing. Stay up all night dubbing tapes. You know, yeah. you got the double tape recorders, and again, like you guys, um. Thank the gods we had spaces like that, Zeds, and we had a Bleaker yeah. Bob. See, a lot of people talk shit on Bleaker Bob's, right? Back in New York, yeah. that was a, you know, classic spot. They did jerk. You know, they would sell a record, you know, victim in pain for $1,000 or whatever. All right, yeah. all the stupid yeah. shit. But the fact is, they were, you were able to sell your demo if you were a nobody. And yeah. that your, your demos are getting sold where AF is selling victim exactly. in pain. So you're like, I'm in there. Yeah, you know? we used to have a, there was a bleaker bobs here on Melrose. Actually. Oh yeah, get okay. Oh, I remember I was I was a kid, and I went to Bleaker Bob's. I probably had like twenty dollars in my wallet, and I, I I remember I looked at the wall, and they had the chain of straight seven inch, and it probably had just came out. And I got it by the way at Bleaker Bob's. It's funny oh, you say me that. Too. Me when too. When it dropped, I bought that shit right away. Mine was on the wall, and it was like. 10 bucks i still have it it still has the marker like yeah. on, on, on the on the sleeve it was like ten dollars i was like oh my god that's yeah. so expensive <laughs> I, but it looks so cool yeah like, and i needed i got that and i got the war zone um lp don't forget the struggle yeah. and at the same time so that's probably they're probably ten dollars each or something oh um, my yeah all my classics i that i literally bought it thing you know what else i bought in the seven inch rack i remember being huh. in the seven inch rack because i would look for Sometimes if there was nothing new, I would look for something that looked cool to find to oh, like, you oh, know, yeah. that type. And I, and while I'm looking, I go, oh, shit, man, but while they recorded it, because I seen Freddie come out on stage live. Yeah. And that's course. why I bought the seven inch because they. I was just like, yo, they actually put him on wax while the kid, you know, why? Yeah. So, you know, we, and we found that crazy. at a local record store in Simi <laughs> Valley. There was this like that was pretty well distributed that first seven yeah. inch. So yeah. when it came out, we got it at this random local um, record store. And I remember we all loved it. And the first time I saw Agnostic Front was 1990. They played the country club. Mm. And, you know, we had the AF uh, live record, right? We loved the live at CBGB's, like yeah. classic record. Freddie came out on that. Yeah. And we were like so hyped on the idea that Freddie was going to maybe come out. Yeah. He did it, but we're like, yo, how sick would it be? Like, his little brother is going to come out and see these songs. Cause, cause really they did almost that exact set at that time. Like yeah. even his like the stage banner was very sure. similar. Yeah. And I was like, yo, Freddie's got to come out. Cause he was like my age. Like yeah, Freddie, yeah. I, I want to say he's just like a few months younger than me. Mm -hmm. And, and when I started going to shows, you know, I was the youngest kid there. I was like 14 years old, super small, super skinny. Yeah. And, you know, I thought the idea, you know, Freddie's voice on that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Just and see so a I got the kid, idea yeah. Great. of him coming out, you know, we're like, yo, Freddie's got to come out and see these songs. He didn't. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, we were hyped, and, you know, because it, those records came out right around the same time, the live at CBGB, the Bad yeah, that whole, Yeah, that whole thing, same thing. And and I found that literally, you know, I, I see him pop up on shows, one or two shows, the AF thing, but yeah. I know, I didn't know him. I know Stigma, like Stigma used to talk to all the young kids. So yeah, I knew Stigma because yeah. he would go, hey, what's up, fellas, blah, blah, blah. But doing that, speaking of Bleaker Bob's, literally I was like, 
oh shit, yo, they got it. They actually recorded. They got him on wax. Yeah. I go, wow, that's so crazy. This little kid yelling yeah. like this is nuts. I gotta get it. I remember yeah. buying it. So, so I got you know, in effect, came out and it's like, yeah, that's sick of it all. Instant classic, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then I remember you could you could send away for the sampler cassette in yeah. effect sampler yep so it had like sick of it all 24 7 spies yes it had raw deal yeah Not killing time raw, raw deal. deal yep that's right and so i remember like we got to get this raw deal album we got to get this raw deal album yeah. raw deal album never came yeah. out and it took us like a few months to to hear that Figure they changed their name to Killing Time. Yeah, no so internet kids out there. No internet like that. Back no. Then. So it took us a while, and, and, and um, you know, we kept looking for the Raw Deal record because we had the song on the set. I still have the sample. You said yeah. actually, uh, my that's collection. a great. And that's probably, and that's probably also maybe worth something because that's a classic sample. I remember when that yeah. shit dropped. It was like a yeah. big thing for the time. Like yeah, it has that. Uh, it has the. Uh, prong song yeah do people um, still do that do labels still do something like that like uh kind of a sampler thing any i don't I, you know <clears throat> probably a little bit but like so much of music is digital now it's yeah, like you know totally. like that oh we made a spotify playlist right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i guess that's the the modern version but like yeah. you know at that time you know Maybe you sent like two dollars and they sent it to you or something. Yeah. I don't really remember, but yeah, it was it was great. And 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 all you know, we love like the 24-7 spies was sick. We yeah. loved all that. that yeah, that it was out. all like, different. Just something with heavy guitars that wasn't just one-on-one metal. Cause I loved one-on-one metal, but I was down for that just, just at least something different. And videos were brand new because two four seven spies had a video. And I, yeah. I remember being and I seen them live, but I remember being like it wasn't like I was a super fan, but I was like close enough. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're like this played, is the, this is the closest to bad brains that we might get. Yeah, or whatever. So I'll take you know? it. Yeah. Like, I'll take yeah. it. You know. Yeah. So okay, well, you so you're doing strife, and then you 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 end up dropping the world be free stuff, right? Was mm-hmm. now when you started fucking with that because I I I know you kind of were doing what was going on with both. Were you doing that when at the same time strife was doing stuff because you guys were also like. Would do stuff and chill out, do stuff and chill out. Yeah, were you yeah. filling in the gaps with the world be free stuff, or well, so was that during a break? Break. Well, you know it's weird. So, like, Stripe was really a band from like ninety one to ninety eight. That's when we were full time, full, full, like one hundred percent. We're a band, right? Yeah. And then and, um, broke up in ninety eight. Kind of reformed in two thousand one. We toured together. You were playing in Scarhead. We did a lot of uh, yeah. shows in Europe. Yeah, I was. That was a that, that was, was fun, a great yeah. time. Yeah, did some fun. shows with AF. That that was awesome. Um, and then um, I think um, kind of took a break again. And then you know how it is when you're not active, then all yeah. the you know festivals want you to play. You start getting these offers, and you know I think one of the first things we did. Um, it was the Paris uh, Hardcore Fest, and it was with Scarhead and AF actually um, again. And um, so we did that show. We flew out just for one show, and then we got asked to play Sound and Fury that year. And then we did like a little, I think, a little Canada run. And we're like, this is fun, but we're like, if we're gonna keep playing these shows, we, we need to record something new. Like you know, 
we, we wanted some, some new songs. Um, I think we did a, a South America tour. We went to like Chile, Ar uh, Argentina, Brazil for the first time. And then we, we came back, we're like, we, we definitely got to record a record. Like, yeah. like the scene was so good in South America too, that That's it kind of like- Lit a fire. It did. I was like, yo, we, this is, this yeah. is what I wish every show was like. They were just so thankful. <laughs> it was like Europe before they got jaded, you know? And, you say and it a thousand percent jaded. right. Yeah, and exactly. These kids were just so thankful, so stoked. And there was great bands and great food. And it was awesome. And so, you know, that Songs really everywhere. G strings yeah. everywhere. <laughs> G string and freaking papayas, you know, <laughs> endless amounts. It's great. Yeah, definitely. How crazy. Like the, the definitely like uh, the scene out there. Like it's really like, you know, um, I would never think I would be able to tour that many countries in South America. And I'm Absolutely. fucking South American, you know, back in yeah. the day, it was like, get out of here. And then you find out, you know, Argentina, the punk scene in Argentina and Brazil are yeah. fucking old. And I, yeah. I learned this later on in life. You know, I, I, even me as a hardcore kid, I, you know, my first show was 88 in that middle. Yeah. But I admit it. I was really a close minded New York hardcore kid because yeah. <clears throat> I was. At the time, I was spoiled. At that time, I had in my backyard playing every week was breakdown, sick of it all, yeah. rest in pieces, raw deal, you know, super touch, burn, leeway, yeah, yeah. you know, you name them, a chrome eggs. I was like, yeah. I'll see them next week. Yeah. And then, and yeah. then you know, we were lucky to get once in a while, you got the big, you know, suicidal came, of course. That was the yeah. big show. They'll be at the big club, you know, yeah. but I was lucky and kind of on that, oh, you know, I just need this. You know, yeah. yeah, of course, I like minor thread, but no, I got this. I got breakdown, yeah, yeah you know, kind of like and then later on, I started more kind of like. Finding out where even the roots of my riffs came from, and I didn't even know it because I would see who my influences were influenced by. Yeah. And then yeah, I would like the DNA. you may you may be like, oh, I love the Chromags, but even though the direct line lineage is bad brains, yeah. you might not put that piece together, you know, exactly because. As much as the Chromags are influenced by Bad Brains, they're like a different ent entity. I love Absolutely. them both, but like. Absolutely. Uh, and personally, it's funny you use that comparison because <clears throat> that's the comparison I use when I tell people. Me personally, I like four Bad Brains songs. Yo, really? Yeah. Yeah. I was never a Bad Brains guy and everybody yeah. wanted to kill me and oh, forget it. You know, God forbid. But anyway, yeah. ja, I mean, Ja forbid. <laughs> so we're talking about the bad brains. Um, believe me, I appreciate they deserve everything they get. I pre I get it, but it was never yeah. my thing. But yeah. for that, but you know, for, for that point, you know, the but you know, and I get it, but I would say they go, but you love the chromags, and they yeah. they just trying to be the bad brains. I go, well, I like the way they try to be the bad brains yeah. more than what the bad well, brains they, were. They took bad brains, they took discharge, yes, they took some motorhead. Yeah. Right. Um, and then some early thrash elements, you yeah. know, it's like there's no way they weren't influenced by Metallica. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. No yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so they they took those and made something that was uniquely oh, their own. Although they might say they they didn't get influenced by Metallica, which I'll call bullshit. But, you know, I gave it to them. Metallica's influenced by them. But also when it comes to that chicka, chicka, chicka shit. Love them yeah. or hate them. Put it. Who put that shit on the map is that James Hetfield shit. You know. I mean, 
that's that's how I learned to palm on playing guitar was was Metallica, and that's like you know, and and that's influence is is in my music. Yeah. You know, yes, Chromags are are in there too, but there was a time when yeah, you know, before I heard the Chromags, where I loved Master of Puppets, oh, like yeah. you know, and I was like learning to play guitar. One of the first songs I ever learned on uh, guitar was a Metallica song, yeah. "Fade to Black." Right. Like you know, what I mean, it's so. Yeah. It's in there. It, Even it, me it, on guitar. Yeah. Bam, 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 bam. That was like one, one of the first things I, I was like, and I, I was, I'm a Metallica fan, but I'm not like the biggest fanatic. But oh, I love the, I, 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 you know, thank God for them. We wouldn't have yeah. that palm you shit, yeah, like, like we yeah. do. And again, the DNA comes from Judas Priest and so on. But I like the way Hetfield does it. You know that. That's well, how it's got, it's our got flavor. That heavier edge. Yes, it's got the heavier edge. It's got the heavier vocals. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like, like sure, Judas Priest might brought it or parts from Maiden, but like, you might not be fucking with those vocals. Exactly. So like, they took their twist on it. Yeah, and and made it more palatable to somebody who's into heavier music. Like, I wasn't fucking with Judas Priest. Like, yeah, they're cool, but yeah. like, that wasn't something I I grew up listening to yeah. or. Even Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. I was never a Megadeth guy either. I was like, you know, uh, I was already like, you know, I got Slayer and I got Metallica. Yeah. I'm like, that's for, now I'll hear the other shit, the hardcore shit yeah. or whatever. Kind of like, uh, like, yeah, of course. Mean, like the heavy yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, the real heavy. So, all right, but now you go, you're doing that. So, all right, I know Stripe was kind of like, all right, you would, it was popping up and you were doing stuff with it. Yeah. What made you do the world be free stuff? Because I remember when you started working on that with Vogue, because you guys kind of hit you hit it hard. You know, you yeah. The, so so basically, like a, a campaign for it. Scott um, used to live down the street from me, and so like you know, once a week we'd go on these hikes and just bullshit. You know, Scott loves to talk shit, and yeah. So we'd go on these hikes, and and Scott kind of had this idea. He's like, you know, I want to try to do something more melodic something that would be like a modern gorilla biscuits right yeah. and i was like oh you want to do something count me in I i'm i'm 100 down like you know i i've known scott since uh since despair like since yeah. the early days and you know i i i always liked scott and then we got despair on a bunch of shows and you know back back in the day that they even played the in this defiance record release show it, it they came out here um we played riverside with despair and hate free so like i always liked scott and i was like you know terror's one of my favorite current bands like you know actually one of my favorite hardcore bands of all time yeah. so scott was like i want to do something i'm like count me in let's do it uh, um he brought in his buddy joe that um played with him he played in envy and then he played in despair as well and he's like you know we we're kicking around ideas for drummers he's like you know who should we get and i was like it's like, I know Sammy's in LA, you know, there's no better hardcore drummer than Sam, <laughs> you know? So I was like, let's hit him up. And, and really we are like, let's just see if Sammy will come in and we'll write the songs and see if we'll just record them real quick. Like, I, know, I don't know if Sammy wants to be in a band with us. So we hit up Sammy and he's like, yeah, I'm down to do it, but I want to be in the band. I want to write the songs with you. Like, I want to do it if, we're, yeah. if I'm going to do it. So we're like, cool, you're in. We started writing rehearsing and you know before we recorded the record we probably wrote like 30 songs and uh, really trying to figure out our style we wanted it to be kind of between like uh 
87 DC and 89 New York. Like yeah. kind of like that, the melody of like um, a Dag Nasty mixed with Minor Threat, Uniform Choice, yeah, Seven Seconds, Gorilla Biscuits, but also make it something our own. Um, Sammy brought in Arthur, play bass. So if you want that melodic sound, yeah. he's Great the guy. Too. Great. Oh, amazing. Yeah. You know, amazing bass player. Um, he flew out here. We, we uh, practiced a few times, recorded the record, uh, came out on Revelation. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was great. We didn't do, I think that came out in maybe 2015, 20, 2015, 2016. Jeez. And then we did a uh, uh, West Coast run with his band Give on Revelation, East Coast run with uh, Judge, which was awesome. Oh, you and then at, Judge run. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, at that time, Scott was having a few... Uh, health problems like problems with his back and stuff so with his, we had with a his few feet, things with his feet yeah <laughs> with his big toe yeah he had to get the big toe and amputated. <laughs> yeah so he walks with so, that dip that's shout, right. shout out to jamie Habry. <laughs> so um yeah so um we had a few things that got canceled you know terrors obviously his full-time thing right so started drawing with terror again uh, a few years later we got back in started working on a new record which came out in 2020 um on revelation as well called one time for unity and that is um arthur couldn't play because you know he got he got a job and was kind of focusing gb was doing more stuff and yeah. so he's like if i'm take time off it's gotta be for gb makes yeah. sense so we brought in Alex from Chain of Strength, who's an amazing bass player. He's a very talented museum, uh, musician from drums, plays guitar in Excel, oh, he plays drums in Inside Out. Oh, yeah, God, he's, yeah, he's, he's one of those guys. Yeah, the, he took those, all the talent. Yeah. Yeah, he should have left some for me. That's right. Yeah, yeah God he can play anything. Yeah, and yeah. Um, so he's on bass. And actually, we have a, a short run uh, West Coast shows coming up in March. So it's a spiritual cramp. We'll be free and uh, ways away. So we got uh, four shows coming up. And, and who's going to be in that lineup? So it's it's Sammy on drums, me and Joe on guitar, Alex from Chain on bass, and oh, Mr. Bogle oh, on vocals. Good. I actually want to – I haven't talked to Sammy in a minute. I want to get Sammy on. You gotta, I got to highlight him. There yeah, you go. He'll yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and did you know that you didn't know those guys before you you uh you jammed with them, Sammy well, and I Arthur? Right? So, you know, I knew Sammy like um from the Civ days. You know, okay. stripe I played with Civ a bit, and um, oh, you guys did. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's and cool. out of um out of that crew, I'd always talk to Sammy and Charlie. Like those, those were like the two dudes. Of course, so I yeah, met yeah, Arthur, yeah, 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 but didn't really know him. Um, got to know him when he when he came out here for because Sammy would be the one at the club. That's why afterwards, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the difference. Yeah, he yeah. Would, exactly, he'd be the one hanging out, and yeah. um, you know when he had he had came out here to play with a few bands, so I'd hang out with him, and we played when he was in Glassjaw. I think we. We may have played a show with him when he was in class jaw. Uh -oh. And then when he moved to Venice, you know, we'd hang out. Yeah, so yeah. um 
and he's great. Yeah, Sam, Sammy's uh, and, and, great, super talented. Yeah, yeah, definitely good. Great drum, drummer. And fucking, um, how many songs on World Be Free you recorded that you have? Like that on are, the record like, or outside like, of that? No, that, that are your, like, if you had to play a show right now, like, your full set of songs that you're like, okay, we're going to play these live. How yeah, many tracks? Well, I think for this upcoming show, we probably have, I think we're probably going to play, like, Nine, nine or ten songs. The record, the record was the LP had. I think the LP had twelve or fourteen songs, and then we recorded two extra. The The EP that came out had five, but like before we recorded the newest EP, we probably wrote another twenty songs. Like we wrote so many songs, um, it's crazy because everybody in the band writes songs so it's just like oh we have all these songs like we i could go through and be like oh i remember this one or you know like and we just never recorded forget it i'm like reverse we're like yo what was that rip we like searching for that shit looking in closets i think we left that riff in here we have so many shit songs like it's like everyone's like fighting like oh i like this one i don't like this one like you know like Everyone like Sammy was writing songs, even. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, now let me ask you this: in your honest opinion, did you find it a pain in the ass or a good pain in the ass having to deal with a lot of cooks in the kitchen? Because I'm a little bit of a control freak. Yeah. I learned to be more open, but I also yeah. know it could get crazy. That's why a lot of like guys that mix don't like the whole band there because I get yeah. it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, both. I mean, definitely can be pain like a pain in the ass. <laughs> Um, you know, I really like the idea, like I'll come to practice with a song and what I like to do is come with a song that's mostly done, but I'm not like gonna, I have to be open to, to changes. Right. So I'll be like, here, this is what I have, but let's just jam on it and let's take it to a new place. Yeah. It gets hard when people don't, don't want to let their song be molded yeah. and and that's like the cool part about being in a band yeah. especially with talented musicians like someone like sammy or alex or whatever it's like let's get everybody's flavor on it and, yeah. and make something new and it's like some of these will be free songs like everyone has their own unique way of playing it's like if you if you take out one element it's not the same song like our other guitar player joe like his guitar playing is so weird. He does like these weird, like, I don't know, he's into like 80s metal or something. Yeah. So he has like this weird way of playing leads and and just a different way of thinking. Yeah. And, you know, Alex is such a great bass player. He'll do something that I would never think of or, or even um, when Arthur was in the band, like, you know, and then Sammy's always trying to do the less obvious thing like whether it's in a drum beat or you know chopping apart or whatever so i think that's a really i love that collaboration process when everyone can bring something to the table um it's hard when people bring something and they don't want to let you change it like that's where it gets hard because you know i think there's always room for improvement and and you know when i go into a studio it's like like for instance like nick jet uh, produced the Berthold City record. You know, I write some songs, but it's like I'm having Nick produce it. So Nick wants to change something. 
cool. Let's change it. I hired you to produce it. That's so, different. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You're you're calling the shot. If you think we should do yeah. this, cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word yeah. for it, and I'm not gonna fight it. But like too many cooks in the kitchen, we get a problem. Like everyone wants to do their own merch designs, and then yeah. everyone's fighting over stupid T-shirt designs. I'm just like, like yeah. it, it's it's a it's a pain. You know, it's like not everybody knows what's best and it's like sometimes you just gotta let it go so yeah that's like, why i know because playing with guys like that i don't know how they are in the studio but i know that's what could happen because i've been in that situation too where it's good when the 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 when the egos are healthy yeah you know what i mean there, there yeah. is a such thing as a healthy ego like being confident and not cocky but early on i was real cocky with my, not cocky with my music but i was really uh, you know forget it like i wasn't trying to change certain things because yeah, i was yeah. so you know but also in all fairness it was because i know how much time i had put in it i was like yeah. yo you ain't gonna shoot it down that quick when in all fairness if nobody's feeling it you know it took yeah. many years of learning like hey there's four of us here if three of yeah. them are saying hey we should change yeah, and maybe they're i'm missing it. something you know yeah. but i'm a gorilla so it took fucking 20 years 20 25 yeah. years to realize but you know it. every band's different like with strife like I'll come up with most of the music and it's just like, here are the songs. And, you know, if, if somebody feels strongly again, we, we can make some changes, but it's more like I'm writing, I'm writing these songs. And if you guys have ideas, bring your songs and it's a different, it's yes. a different process. Um, and I think with, with will be free, everyone wants to contribute. So everybody does come up with ideas and, and it is, you know, it is a type of band we can get into a room and literally jam like like we used to. Like yeah, bands yeah. don't do that anymore. You know, like bands like everyone's and it's great. Technology is great. And I could sit and record a riff here and be like, here's our song. It's done. But collaborating. Yeah. It, you know, in that's a, it's a different energy and, and you will write. Um, and you said a magic music. word there. When you said energy, I wanted to, uh, to, to make a point. Energy doesn't translate through this shit. No. You know, we no. could project our energy, but it doesn't go through. When you're next to somebody, you know if somebody, how they're feeling. You could just feel yeah. certain. And that translates. People don't understand that. And I'm like, not that it's the only way, but there's some. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big believer in that mentality. Like, we all sweat in the hut together. You know, like yeah. we're going to write this like that's how you're going to get the quality. But we're all going to if we're going to argue, we argue. We're all going to eat. We eat together. We you know, we do all everything together. If we're going to fight, yeah. we fight, but we do it together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it translates, you know, in music. So it, when it works, all is like yeah. fucking Attica. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it, it like you said, sometimes egos get involved. And at that point. People are willing to choose their own ego over. Yeah, the good of the band or that's what, writing yeah. the best song, and uh, that's whack that's not yeah. the way it should be. I think some people are, you know, get a little too focused on songwriting, the business side, like yeah. right, the business side, um, and they want their publishing and their split, and it's like, yeah, it takes that's 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 a classic downfall, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that that yeah, I know. I mean, unfortunately, that's the business part, but yeah, that sucks. It, it drains. It drains the room. But all right, now you go from that. So you did that. How did this other band start? Like, what? where did this come out? Like, what What made you do 
another one on top of running your label. Yeah. You, you don't got enough shit to do. No, I got two kids. I yeah. got two kids. There you go. Yeah, fucking, I got well, I got two one way tickets to fucking yeah. Cali right now. You want to be? <laughs> I'll send them right to your house. They'll be part yeah, of perfect, a sla- child labor yeah. at the label. There you but, go. I, I, so what happened? I got, some, I got some record boxes right here. They know how to pull oh, these things. I, I, right away. So yeah. why? So why? How did this? Like, so basically, I started writing some music, and I felt like it wasn't right for Strife. wasn't right for Will Be Free. Is a little. It was straightforward, hardcore, little caveman style, um, but, you know, definitely influenced by, like, older Boston bands, older New York bands. Um, and I was like, I, wrote, I was writing these songs. I was like, I want to record these songs. I kind of had an idea for a singer. And then I was like, you know what? I was like, I have these other bands. Scott Hurts is back. Shit, we'll be free. We're canceling tour. Rick doesn't want to tour. Fuck yeah. it. We're not we're not going to Europe. We're, you know, like we, we've got asked so many times to go to like Southeast Asia. Right. And hardcore is so big there. And like so many kids in Indonesia love our band and want us to play there. And I always want to, I want to make that happen before we're not playing anymore. Right. Yeah. Like, and you know, we've, we've gotten these great offers and for some reason, like someone can't do it or whatever it is. So I was like, yo, I want to try to sing. I'll have a little more control. If, if a guitar player can't make a show, we'll, we'll get a fill in. If yeah. a drummer can't make it, we'll get a fill in. But you need that singer, Sing, you know? Um, yep. So I was like, I recorded the songs. I was like, let me just try. I tried to do vocals in the past and just didn't work out right. I, I didn't understand the process. Yeah. Um, and I was a little more comfortable with the recording process now, especially with Pro Tools. Like it's so much yeah. easier yeah, technology yeah, 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 again. Um, so I was like, let me just see how this comes out. And if it's cool, fuck it, I'm gonna roll with it. So I recorded it and it sounded great. And I was like, cool, let's get a lineup together, start playing shows. And, um, you know, so we released, um, a seven inch, um, called Mother Mom, Mom, I got one here. This little shit. So we released this, this was first record. This it, was it, more, look, it looks like also eight. classic style. It looks like a yeah. classic look to the whole package. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then that's on uh, your label. Start, that's on my label as well. Yep. And then we just started playing shows and we were very fortunate. Like, you know, our, our first little West Coast tour was with Terror and Regulate. And we played shows with everyone from AF to Sick of It All to Judge to Youth of the Day, you know, you know, the classic bands to a lot of younger bands, Drain and Dare and Yeah scowl I, i'm feeling these new bands like yeah. I, I, like they finally could the cycle came around where again you know i'm a metal guy i like that metal shit don't get me wrong but yeah. it looks like it there's still that big metal core kind of thing or whatever you want to call it going which yeah. I, I, I i'm with it but now they got like those bands that are going back to that more traditional if it's a dc a discharge the more punk side of not, and i'm not a punk guy either but more that style of hardcore where it was yeah dirtier fast dirty like you said yeah. a little dc a little you know um not as pretty but yeah more attitude there's more life yeah. to these songs these new bands are doing to some of them i'm, I'm feeling yeah. it. i'm like I, it's refreshing and, and you know i think you know we we came out at a time where like 
once hate breed hit, yeah, they changed the landscape. And that style was so prevalent that that's what every band was doing. And, it's in the and, water, and it yeah. got really boring to me. And me there's bands that did it great. And those bands are great. But then the, the third, fourth, fifth iteration of that, it's like, I don't need to hear that. Like, like you know, this simple caveman riff was cool the first time I heard it, but you're taking that, yeah. you know, and it's just so watered down and it, it's just not interesting. So, you know, I, I, I wasn't really a fan of a lot of those bands. And really it took a band like Terror when they came on the scene where they're like, yo, we're playing fast. Hardcore, yeah, sure, we got these heavy parts, but you know, we're still a little closer to Strife meets yes. Madball, or whatever, you know. And I was like, yo, this is the hardcore I like. And they could, you know, if, if you took a Strife and a Madball and a Hate Breed, yeah. and you mix that in a blender, you get terror. Absolutely. And and thank God for them because they they really uh, carry that torch of what I consider classic hardcore. Yep. Um, and to this day, putting out great records, yep. touring the world, you know, one of the best live bands. And, and you know, I think they really, again, like when, when they came on the scene, uh, really got me back involved. Yeah. Because um, I was getting burnt out um, for a while. Yeah, for sure. I feel, we feel the same that, that you know, look at, yo, there's one hate breed. And I hear you. We, how can you not get off on a go, 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 you know, that shit, yeah. of course. But it's like, you know, it got it did. It's in the water where all hardcore ended up having to be that beat down that, that was a la Haybreed. And I'm like, yeah. look at Haybreed's our ACDC. Mm-hmm. You know, call you could talk AC's one riff, whatever, but it shit slams, it's classic, yeah. it bangs, and there should only be one person doing them. Yeah. Haybreed's a Haybreed. ACDs, you know what I mean? And what happened yeah. was exactly what you said is definitely right. Like the metal just got that specific sound and heaviness got in the water where every form of hardcore had to have that yeah. a la Habri. Because we specifically, that was one of the things which I'm still, I love that. I'm glad we did the record with Zeus, but we were nervous about because we were yeah. the guys, we were like, we love Habri. We used to take Habri out on all the early shit, but we were like, we don't want to say, because Habri's popping, oh, now Mabel's trying to be Habri. You know what yeah. I mean? That was the one thing when sonically we didn't. And we were like, now we're using Zeus. I was like, man, I don't want people to think that, but I love that, the heaviness and shit. I'm like, definitely. Zeus got that yeah. heaviness. He's a hardcore dude. He got that yeah. vibe. So, And what I love when we went to Zeus and we talked, Zeus goes, first of all, because Zeus was a mad ball guy. He goes, listen, I'm not going to be the guy that gets blamed for not making mad yeah. ball sound like mad ball. That yeah. ain't me. And then he got it. But that was a big thing because, you know, we, we ain't trying to compare what hey, breed, what they do. They do what they do. No. I mean, there's a reason why mad balls had the career that they have. Because you know, you're mad ball. You know, like it's your mad, it, your mad ball. You took your own twist on. Yeah, we- on New York hardcore, sure, you know, there's bands that came before. You're doing something that's uniquely Madball, and that's why that's what people want. They don't yeah. want Madball. Yeah, 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 exactly. Hatebreed. Yeah, they exactly. Don't want Madball yeah. doing this. They got hate That's what I try to tell people. Well, all the other stuff, like, and I understand, you know, it being a 
a band that does records, you know, sure you want to expand, but I go at the end of the day, you got to be you. People want you because they already got that. You know, exactly. Stigma said one of the best things. Somebody said, like, why don't you do another record like One Voice? He said, why don't you just go listen to One Voice? If you want One Voice, yeah. go listen to One Voice. And it, when, let me tell you, Stigma's fucking, a, you know, he's like a, such a normal guy. But that guy has so many gems where you just fuck, you sat around him for an yeah. hour. He'll say something that you will, it will rock your world that you yeah. bug the fuck out and Shit like or that, the, but a, or at least have you laughing your ass off. Oh well, that's a guarantee. <laughs> and then now, yeah, and now with the and, and then with the new band. So you're doing the new band. Like, how you? What, what's your plans with the new band? As far as like, but you want to take this because you know you want to. Things seem like they. I don't want to talk jinx anything, but some things are opening up. You know, uh, more options to play. Yeah, yeah. And and, and now you got three bands. That yeah. sure not every band is ready to go. Like maybe the world be free because uh Vogel's doing his thing or whatever. But now you got three opportunities. Like, do you want to take one of these bands? Obviously, you would take the opportunity to play in any of the bands because you like playing shows. Obviously, absolutely. But, but like, are is your plan if the thing opens up to take the new band to a next level? Like as far as well playing okay, a little more or absolutely. I think the focus of all, all the bands, like we all love hardcore. We all want to play at the same time. You know, we're realistic. We're, we're not going to be turnstile. You know what I mean? Like turnstiles, turnstiles. Hey, I'm working on my abs, man. Brethren better watch go. out. I'm coming for the, the ab title. There but yeah, yeah but I know you, know what you mean. mean. It's like, for sure. we're realistic with, with what we're going to be. Every, everyone in the band, you know, has jobs, they have families. So it's like for us, we want to, we want to play as much as we can. We want to tour, but really we want to have fun. Yeah. And that was kind of like strife stopped because it became like a job and it lost the fun. And we started the band because we were friends. Like it didn't matter. Like our, our bass player didn't even play bass. We we're just like, yo, you're our bass player. Cause you're a homie and you go to shows with us. And you, you know what I mean? Like you're in the band. Yeah. Um, so he sold his guitar and bought a bass. He's like, cool. All right. You know, and it's like, as long as it's fun and as long as I'm there with my friends, that's why we do it. Man. It's like, I have, I have a job, I'm a real estate agent. I have a job that can provide for me and I play in a band cause you know what? I love it. I still got something to say and I, I love that energy and I, and I, and there, you don't get that energy from playing a hardcore show. You don't get that from anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but what I want to do is write the best songs that I can, mm -hmm. record the best records that I can, and open up these opportunities. So, you know, it's like the new, the new uh, Berthold City record comes out in March. And it's one of my favorite records I have, I've ever recorded. And so hopefully... Hardcore, hardcore kids feel the same and they want us in their city. So, you know, it's like we're, we're working on a little East Coast run right now. Um, there's talks of going to Europe. Um, our buddies in uh, Risk It, I've been talking to them. Shout um, out to Risk It, of course. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So um, they've been really supportive of Berthold City and they have a record label called Farewell Records and they have a, a merch store called uh, Merch Pit. And so like we did an exclusive uh, 
pressing of the record that's only available through Merch Pit. You know, oh, Cortex shit. has been super shout supportive. To, always shout out own. to yeah, shout out to them too. Always, you know, that's yeah. that's roots right there. You know, so like if you look at our Spotify, for instance, like, and you and you go to like the top twenty cities with a place, ten of them are different cities in Germany. Yeah, you know, it's like <laughs> Berlin, Munich, whatever. You know, so it's like make that trip. Yeah, we gotta we gotta go to Europe. I'd love to go to Japan. I'd I'd love to go to South America. Like you know, what I mean, like actually, so I I put out a label from uh, a band from Colombia on my label called React. They had an awesome demo. They sing in Spanish, and um, cool kids. And I was like, you know what, this demo's awesome. Uh, we get such good opportunities to travel the world and be treated like family. Every country we go to. And unfortunately, in the U.S., we don't treat these bands from yeah. other countries the same. We don't That's give true. them the respect they deserve. Um, Very true. And yeah, so it's like, you know, I want to try to help some of these bands. Um, sorry if my dog's my dog barking. Right. That's all right. Um, angry French Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, enough. Um, you know, I, I, I want to try to help out some of these bands that we can. Yeah. Um, one, because they, they make great music, but two, um, because they would do the same for us. Like, you know what I mean? They're, they're the ones that are up front singing along or touring with us or helping out, you know? So I think that's another big part of being in a band. And I, I know you guys have done it and, 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 and put bands on other from other countries on, on your shows. No, and but that's how you do it. It's the right way. I mean, again, you know, I feel like it's becoming a lost art and I don't want to call it like an art, but like, yeah, you know, it, 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 it is got, it did get lost. Like that kind of thing. It used to be like, yo, you kidding me? Like, you know, you got, while we were over, like, we'll kick back, yo, kick back. Yo, we, you know, we toured back in the day. We went to France. Sure. We, you know, we, the, the connect, whatever. Right. Yo, you had a chance. Yo, come do the, 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 the B and B bowl. You know, if exactly. it was backfires, whatever, you know, we always, you know, we know what it is whenever we could. And even with the podcast, I try to do that with um with new bands because I ain't trying to school anybody, but I could tell you where I come from. And with the in the combos I have with these newer people, they get to hear oh my my version, and that's kind of like me. Like it's our job to also we can't talk shit on the new generation of hardcore for not respecting the old generation if we're not yeah. teaching them or showing them, you know where my dogs at, you know, and that's what I say. So I like having, you know, I like having um new blood to get the combo and see where their heads at, how they feel. You don't gotta love yeah. none of the old bands, but it's good to know where it comes from. Yeah, and honestly, the podcast is a great way to do that because. You know, you could you could connect with anyone from around the world on Zoom and you're opening up your platform and there's Madball fans that are going to be like, you know what? I never checked out Aggressive Dogs or exactly. I never checked out Risket or, you know, there's so many bands and it's it's a very um, simple way um, to to shine that light, you know? Absolutely. It happened, you know, I, when, when I got... Um, Homegirl from Scow, Kate. Yeah. Cat, excuse me. Yeah. I was like, um, 
Because I've heard that I, I, they were on everything. They were getting on all these bills. Yeah. And I was in high, and I was like, then I went to check them out. And I was like, oh, it's a, a girl singer. All right. That's always something different in our world and how she dressed. But then I heard, I was like, man, this shit is mean. And I loved yeah. the, the whole everything. I started going down the rabbit hole. And I was like, yo, they're dope. And I liked everything about it. And I'm like, um, my whole thing was also like, I tell people this podcast is, is like our news channel from, from our world. And we yeah. still got control of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still done by the people, you know, with the world going yeah. on, whatever. I don't get into this politics shit. Left, right, whatever. I don't care about no wings, but chicken wings. That's the only <laughs> wing I care about. But my point, I said, these podcasts, if it's for fun or for whatever, I go, these are the news channels. Hey, doggy. These are the fucking news channels of the fucking, um, of our movement. You know what I mean? That we're, we're, we're the, the pulse. Like all of our podcasts, we're the ones that are giving, if you like it or not, it's nobody's influencing what I'm saying. Nobody's telling me who to have on or whatever. And I can speak for a certain other podcast and I go and we're relaying what's going on from the people in our world. And this is untouched by any political views. Well, at least for me, any uh, uh, musical, religious, sexual, whatever. I don't give a fuck if I like what you're doing. I like talking shit. So if you yeah, got to talk yeah. shit and I find something about, if I know you, if I like what you're doing, I'm in. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I mean, that was, you know, we toured together in 2015 and our favorite thing, you'd be up in the morning, you'd post up on a couch with your coffee <laughs> yep. and you sit and talk shit. Like, exactly. cool, Hoya. You know, you'd be the first one up. You'd be in the club. Exactly. Like, oh, we're going to kick, we're going to kick it with Hoya. Yeah. Like, you, you know, the talk that, shit. that's where it came in. The, the idea people used to tell me when I, you know, I was talking shit like, Man, I wish I could be a fly on the wall when you know hear some of these stories. You must that, and then yeah. when the podcast forum came, I was like, "Oh, this could be fun." And and I thank and I thank God for it because um, one, it keeps me focused. I could be creative in in this way besides making music because I like doing it because I like talking to people and I like and I like pushing our our world. I'm not just the man bullshit, not just my mur, like yeah. the hardcore movement, like on some real shit. Like I really believe. Because it should be up there with heavy metal. Like, I mean, heavy metal, not just yeah. metal. Like, it should be up there with rock and roll and everything. Because, listen, all these people, all everybody's biggest metal fan has been influenced by somebody in the punk rock hardcore scene in one Absolutely. way or another. So Absolutely. it deserves its respect and all that. And when we start doing people from our world doing labels and then doing it, like the big dogs doing it, doing it classy, make the, the, the layouts look just as good as the big metal labels. We yeah. do our podcast. Let's hook up these graphics. It's, we're doing it ourselves, but we could do it just as good as the, as the big companies. If you got heart and you're doing it, you know, with uh, 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 good intentions and, and you really about it, it's going to come out in the watch. You know what of I course, mean? Of course. Of and, course. And I say and, this is why labels like what you're doing important podcasts yeah. important. You know, uh, promoting shows important. You know, all that yeah. shit is especially nowadays, you know, where, yeah, you know, um, our scene is mainly about interacting in person and now it ain't in person as much. So yeah. these things yeah. are important because, again, you want to watch a news channel is going to give you one side. This is yeah. going to give you what you hear. Yeah. For, for now, it's a real, you know, and it's a real conversation. And it's like, even, you know, 
like the podcast is like the new fanzine, right? It's like, yes. we used to collect the fanzines. We'd read the interview, yep. two page interview. You know, we're, uh, we're on an hour right now. Yeah. Like you could really get into and cover a lot, a lot more on a platform like this. Yeah. And absolutely. And, and, and also I know this from being in a band, it's, it's harder to be uh, uh, misquoted and, you know, people yeah. can manipulate shit. People love to manipulate now, especially, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, God forbid, I, you know, I say uh, you say one wrong joke the wrong way out of context. We already see what's going on in, in media, yeah. you yeah. know, the next thing you know that, you know, the N word this well, you know, I don't even want to get in there. But anybody who knows me, <laughs> that shit fucking you don't know when it's going to come out, but I'm a work in progress. Yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, that, that's it. That's the thing, you know. As we get older, things change, yeah. and basically, we need to acknowledge. It's just like, hey, we're gonna change with the times. We're we're not Archie Bunker, and we realize times are changing, like a song goes. Yeah, like a- <laughs> and and um and, and and you gotta you gotta do your best, right? Like. Sure, there's there's things that were acceptable when I was growing up that yeah. I'm not going to say anymore. I, nope. I know it's not acceptable. Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to to change that. And you know, I think it's important not to be stuck in this mindset. Like, oh, it was cool. You know, it was cool when I was a kid. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's cool now. Like, yeah. I, I, my whole thing is this: is like, I, it's acknowledge it, and definitely we all could work on that shit. But I also would want I want the people out there to respect the people and give the people that need work to give them a chance to change. Because now they're easy to shoot people down when they're trying to change. And you got to remember, like, you know, some of these we're older guys. It's it takes you can't just, you know, erase hard to teach an old dog new tricks. But you could do it. But you got to also realize you're working with an old dog. They move a little slower, a little grouch here. They get a mic, you know, slobber on you a little. Yeah, Yeah. they might snap slob on you. They might shit and piss on you. You're my dog barking at them. They might might scrape the ass on the floor across your living room like when they got that itchy asshole shit. But boot scoot. Yeah, but like I always say, as for everybody, when it comes down to you know, people t- using um, racial remarks or sexual things. It's like people they, for the people that are trying to change. You got to also, you know, people got to be like before you crucify somebody. Of course. You know, see if people are trying to do it for the right reason, because now yeah. everybody's quick to judge. And I was guilty yeah. of judging people when I was younger, like being quick to judge somebody. And then I learned I complained the minute I get judged. I get because I get judged a lot for how I look or whatever. And then I'm, I don't like it. And I caught myself yeah. doing it. Yeah, it took yeah. me 40 something years, but whatever. I, I realized it, but yeah, work hey, in progress, of course. And that's the thing acknowledging is like, hey, everyone can can try to be a better person. Like, yeah, like nobody is perfect. And part of life is constant improvement. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. And, you know, we all, we all could work on 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 ways to better ourselves and be a better person and treat our friends with more respect yeah. and our family with more love or whatever it is, or, or strangers, you know? Yeah. Strangers. No, uh, no, compassion. Everything, everything for sure. I, you know, I really, you know, I got kids now and I learned also just getting older. You lose people. You start realizing what's important sure. and you strip the onion, you strip the onion. And it's like, you know, it's, it's you know, um, uh, we're not here for a long time, but I'm here for a good time. Yeah. So, you know, but what you mean? know, you as you as a, 
as a father, your kids learn from you. Yeah. So if you say something, they're going to repeat it. Maybe yes. not in front of you, but they're going to repeat it. And, Facts. And, and they may feel a certain way because of something you said Absolutely. and not understand like what is what's behind those words right totally so like if you're improving the next generation is going to be better you know which in turn the whole world's going to be better i agree i agree and that's why i do that on purpose i catch myself from stuff that i i could easily say hey this is how i talk deal with it but because i know that because i i'm the up i don't want my children to be um uh stereotyped and labeled for something that I could have worked on it and avoid it. That isn't necessary yeah. in this thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and, and it's different times and, and I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm here to, to enjoy my time on this planet. I'm, I'm done yeah. with the static and, and, and beef and all that bullshit. Yeah. So I'm like, let alone, like I just try to ax it in every way. Like if it comes from, I even teach my son. I said, look at the end of the day, if they got your back, you take their back. Let me tell you, that's all you got to worry about. Yeah. Everything yeah. else is bullshit where they pray, how they pray, how they look, who they sleep with. That's all bullshit. That yeah. now it becomes you just hating. If you got something to say about it, you just hating because your life ain't that interesting. If you got yeah. a problem with any of those things, your life ain't yeah. that interesting that you're worried about bullshit. Besides that, do they got your back? Your good intentions for you? If not, keep it at handshake level or high five level, whatever you want to call it. And that's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, if you strip the onion to that, you can enjoy, I think, you know, life is a little bit more, you know, uh, joyful and fucking. Absolutely. Like, you know how, how much better life is when you just like let go yeah. of a beef. Like, like, oh, yeah. I don't like this person. I don't even know why anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, yeah. Why, okay. let that, why let that occupy space in your brain? It's just like, I don't care. You do you. I don't care. Like, I, I, I'm doing this and I'm doing my own thing and you know, I've got music, I got work, I got that, you know, exactly. and like, I don't care what you do. Big like, shout out to that Indian guy on, on Instagram, all the little quotes. I back him all the time. I don't know what's his name, but I, I fuck with him big time. I'll be his disciple. But he basically told he said that and I use it. You know, he was like, yeah, you know, you worried about shit that happened already or shit. What might happen? He goes, you're yeah. dumb. You're worrying about shit that. Doesn't it, it ain't, yeah, yeah, you can't change and isn't even in front. Worry about right, right? You're losing yeah, the moment today. now. And I learned that. And I'm like, I learned that with people passing. And I'm like, yet I got the proudest, most important thing I got my children. I'm going, man, they're right in front of me living. I'm, well, I'm going to waste my time on what happened yesterday or what might happen. Yeah. I'm losing yeah. time to do, you know, what I like to do, be with my kids, make music, do my thing, just live. You know, I see yeah. it. I get it now. I'm like, well, you know, it's, you know. So, you know, when are when are one of your kids gonna pick up the mic? That's what I want. You know what? My my I can't even pay them to watch one of my videos online. No, I'm like, uh, they don't give a fuck. They're like, no. I'm like the other time I was showing them like a dynamo video. You know, I'm like, look, there's like a hundred thousand people course. there. Yeah, and exactly. he goes, they look at me and then they look at me and they go, Could we leave now, Pop? <laughs> I'm like, these motherfuckers, but you know, but um uh, and, and, and so shows what's the next thing for you guys any shows for the you know right now as of right now what's the next the next thing yeah, so the, the next record thing release got, the next thing we got is we'll be free in march that's uh, march, march okay, on the, the west coast okay, that's what it is the world we've got um the return of the california takeover east coast in may the reboot uh, we're playing buffalo two shows in philly uh i believe all three are sold out um but 
You want to go? Try, try to buy a ticket. Try to sneak yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that those are gonna be those are gonna be fun shows. Uh, we're working on some Bertold City. Uh, Bertold City we played last night. We got a another show coming up in March, and then we're working on an East Coast run. Um, we change. Um, hopefully in May as well, and looking into maybe going to Europe. Um, yeah, probably yeah. like in fall. And, and people want and, and the new band got the. Instagram, the face, you got the whole shit yet? Or what yeah, you got? We got yeah, where they go, yeah. people I mean, want to get your shit, the, the shirts or whatever, where they uh, go. War records, it's it's war-rec.com. Um, you could pre-order the birth old city record, <clears throat> pre-order merch. Um, got everything from my label on there. Um that's <clears throat> basically it. any stripe stuff will be on there as well. Um, so that's the place to go. For that, um, we got Instagram. It's Berthold underscore City. We're on Facebook. Uh, you know, all you the shit. Yeah, no, but good shit. Us. Nah, nah, it's good shit, man. Nah, I was glad that I was able to fucking catch on this because I had you guys already. I have a list. Yeah, 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 guys. So I go always have a, a people I was hitting, and I saw you making your rounds. So it's funny when 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 you hit me up because I already had you in the mix. I was already like, right, let's go now because I had to. Yeah, to make it I, happen. No, but I also like, had. I, and I was waiting for certain people. I wait to make their rounds because I know you've done a, a, some that were, you know, locally around. So I try to get people so we don't flood the, you know, we got a, a couple I, local exactly. ones that are, I didn't want to bump heads. Yeah, no. And that's what happens is like, for some reason, like, you know, a few months back, every podcast hit me like, oh, can you do it? And I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. But like, be cool. I have a record coming out soon. Like it's, yeah. sometimes it's cooler to, tie it into a yeah. record or like you know i even told a few people like i was like hey why don't we wait a couple months because yeah i just did toby's podcast i did the rams podcast i yeah. did the new york Hardcore chronicles podcast i was like i did all those in like a one month i was like yeah. why don't we why don't we chill take a breather and we'll come back we'll have some you know some some fresh new yeah. uh new information or yeah you know, it was good yeah it was good because you have the other band that's why it was good to to, to, to make it happen now because i had some other guys too and i was like yo it's good to get you now because i like catching dudes and people that are also active at the moment you know yeah, you got yeah. Some, cause it's, it's good to tap in because um you know shout out to all my listeners you know um we have people all over the planet you know that been tapping in and and it's good that I like keeping them up to speed on what's cracking over here. You know, well, new music. I'm yeah. sure there's a lot of people that listen to your podcast that they may know Strife. They have yeah. no idea I sing in Berthold. Yeah, Street. no, so absolutely. I, felt, I was going to say, I actually, for the, you know, I felt good about, like, we were talking about the, the scow in earlier. Um, a, a lot of people hit me up. I, I lost track, but uh, people were hitting me up were like, Yo, I never heard of them, or I would have never even checked them out. Yo, I love them. I'm glad you put me on. I actually got mad hits for that, and I was glad because yeah. one to put them on, and also I'm glad that um something I like people are on yeah, the same page people, with like people yeah, appreciated it, it, not like oh who's yeah. this band? I never heard of them. I'm not gonna listen yeah. to the episode. And, and I'm whatever. glad people are still out. There. It made me feel good that people are still out there. Like let. Me, there's some even some people are like not my thing, but they're a cool band. But giving it a try, because we lost that. Also, giving shit a try because it ain't on the coolest platform or doesn't yeah. have the coolest looking kids or whatever. And you know, it's crazy. So you remember back in the day, like you'd have a record out, and all of a sudden you'd have like all these phone interviews scheduled. Right? They're like, okay, from ten to ten thirty, you're with this. That don't happen anymore. Uh, doesn't happen like that. So like 
this is this is the new version of doing press for records. Like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk Absolutely. to Hoya on his podcast. I'm gonna talk to this on his podcast. And it's, you know, it, it's, it's hard to spread awareness. Um, you know, in the modern age, there's just so much music. So, and there's great music, but like, like how, how do you cut through when, when, you know, everyone's constantly being bombarded with yeah. new music on their Instagram or their feed or whatever. It's like, it's hard to connect and it's hard to hold people's attention, you know? So it's just kind of navigating this modern world. It's never been easier to record a record, to release a record that you can go yourself and get it on every digital platform. But the hard part is getting people press play. That should be the easy part. That's the hardest hardest part. That's why I'm also glad that we are hardcore kids that we're the type of people that we find the way to get it. If it's making the podcast to get our music, to, to have our shit heard. If it's yelling graffiti t-shirts, this is what we do. And I'm yeah. glad there's still, we, we still got people like us out here, you know, mo- moving the, the whole culture to the next level. Cause that's what I want. Not just for yeah. me, for everybody, you know, I want yeah. this shit to be, I want, yeah, I want I mean, that- stigma needs a fucking statue. Shout he out does. to Lemmy, but Stigma needs one too. Fuck that. I'm, I'm where, where would the stigma? Now. Where would the stigma statue be? In my heart. Because, yeah. <laughs> no, you got Lemmy's at the rainbow. Perfect. Stigmas would have to be on Mott Street or where CBGB's was. Even though CBGB's ain't there on the roof, but on Mott Street on his old building, you know, with a right. pigeon coop next to it. He still got that though, right? Still got it. That's yeah, where he gotta go. I've been but, there. Um, it was crazy. I've been. I, I've been there. That's classic. You got to sit. That's the classic yeah. spot. You had the know? hat collection. Yeah. Sign collection. Yeah. And it's but, crazy because that address is on the back of United Blood. Yeah. That like, he never left. He never crazy. left. Amazing. It's a great. It's a great uh, I mean, that's a great New York tale. A like, great, you know what I mean? And that's our tale, meaning a hardcore tale. That's part of everybody. That's part of your shit. That's part of our shit. As I tell people, yeah, New York hardcore. No. It's that hardcore shit. It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, that as well as I do. There's people in Indonesia that never been to fucking Los Angeles or Queens, New York or whatever that live that shit. And on the same page as us, it's more than a location. It's a state of mind, which is just what it is. But I'm glad. First time speaking, first time in Japan, there was this kid that came to every show. He'd be wearing a Brooklyn jersey, New York hat. And we called him Brooklyn. He's like, yo, what's up? You you love New York? Like, I love Brooklyn. I love Brooklyn. Have you ever been there? No. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's just like he loved the bands and he the, loved what the he energy. saw online. Yeah. The energy. And I'm yeah. exactly so. But I'm glad I was able to get you, man, and tell all the fellas and all the bands I said what's up because I think I, I know people in all of them. You and do. um, you definitely do. If you, next time you, if you ever make it down to Florida, we do shit in person, you know. And I'm, I'm hoping to go to LA and doing stuff for my YouTube channel, and we'll get up on some other shit, and we'll get some more. Yeah, the other time we get some food know. at least. Yeah, definitely. Get, Maybe get, get some, some of the food, bands on your coffee. label. Yeah, let's do it for sure. We're gonna I talk, but yo, time. absolutely, everybody, go get that shit. Go check out the bands. Go cop the merch. You, you know the deal. Andrew, good talking to you. We'll talk. This should be out next week. I'll send you all the info. Perfect. Thank you so much. You know what's up, y'all. We out. Later. Later.